Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, world? PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. You already know what it is, the voice of God. Back at it. Still at it. I ain't stopping. Still Aggie, as usual. (laughs) Uh, Yo, this Men vs. Women show is coming. I just got to start writing it. I promise you, I might start writing it tonight. Um, During that show, I might let a little bit of details about myself spill out into the world, into whatever this, whatever cloud all of this stuff that we do gets put into, that's what, you know, that's what I'm doing it for, people. You know how it goes. Um, yeah, donate, dflint51 at gmail.com is the PayPal. That's also the email. If you have a suggestion or you just want to, you know, salute or support the kid, um, I'd rather you support me through PayPal, though, more so than with words, because um, I'm a jerk, Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I am going to start saying the date. Today is Monday, August 6th, because I realize it, people have no reference as to what order uh, or sequence they should listen to these shows in. I didn't really think about all that. I just did it just to do it, you know. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, Monday, August 6th, the world is crazy. Um, everything is still going nuts pretty much for the most part. This guy is still in office. I'm trying to clean up the language on the show to um, reach a bigger market and not have to be edited or bleeped out. But you know what it is. I am going to get reckless at some point. But, yeah, the world's still crazy. This weather, man. I used to love summer, but um, now... It's, t- it's too hot, man. Like, this is the month of my birth, so I have always been fond of August. But I be praying for October to keep it a buck with you the past couple of summers because it's just too – I don't want to live in Florida, man. I don't want to live down south. Like, this is down south heat. This ain't New York heat. Climate change is – Climate change, geoengineering, however you want to look at it, it's pretty much going to kill everybody. So let's all laugh. Let's have a good time. Let's let's enjoy this show. You know what it is. Um, let's start off some news you probably already heard, but just when I read it, I was like, this is this is why I say the things I say about the child support system and the court system and how it's not a place for people of color in general and there should be no litigation over a child because Blake Griffin has been ordered to pay $258,000 a month in child support yeah 200 so every four months he's paying a a million dollars I don't know what these babies are eating but sheesh man a million dollars every four months, I'd be tight, especially for a check. Like, listen, fellas, if you smart, wear your rubbers first and foremost. That's always the one hundred way to go. Secondly, if you're not gonna be with your kid's mother or your ex fiance or whatever it is, you cannot. I might be wrong on this. You could debate me on this. You could send me emails. You cannot smash. Like, don't, because it's only going to make 
whatever you're trying to do for your kid harder. I mean, that's personally how I rock. Listen, it's not easy, but just trust me. You're better off not smashing. He and his ex-fiance agreed to joint custody and co-parenting for the sake of their kids. That's that, uh, for a million dollars, three million dollars a year. Sheesh, man. In court documents, uh, Cameron claimed, who is Griffin's ex-fiance, that he booted her and their two children from their home, which was a $12 million Pacific Palisades mansion. Griffin is now paying the lease for a five-bedroom home in Manhattan Beach for Cameron and the children and pays for medical insurance and other costs. So he's doing his part, but $3 million? All I will say is the sensible way to make child support work is based it off cost of caring for a child. Whatever that is for that state, it, it doesn't take $3 million a year to raise anybody's baby, especially if he's paying the rent. Let me not get into that. That's another show. That's going to be on the Men versus Women show, too. I got to make sure to put that in there. Another one, another story that I feel like everybody should know about or at least be aware of. Jets linebacker Dylan Donahue pled guilty to DWI charges in connection with a wrong way crash in the Lincoln Tunnel. First of all, he's lucky he didn't get shot, you because know, anybody going the wrong way in the Lincoln Tunnel, the troopers will usually draw down on you early. Because if you've seen incidents in the Lincoln Tunnel, which is in New York City, if you don't know, the police don't let people drive the wrong way in that. There's troopers stationed right before and right after the tunnel. So he's lucky he escaped with his life because they usually shoot people for doing dumb shit like that. He's 25, and this is his second DUI. He checked into a rehab earlier this year. These, yo, I told y'all, man. Didn't, yo. The dude from the, I forgot the team. He just got robbed. I told y'all that last episode. He entered the plea deal last Wednesday, which was last week, in Weehawken Municipal Court as part of a plea deal. Three other charges were dismissed when he took this plea deal. He has to drive with an ignition interlock device for a year after his license is reinstated, whenever that is. This incident, the going the wrong way in the Lincoln Tunnel, happened back on February 26th, and police say he was drunk when he drove the wrong way into the tunnel and collided with a jitney bus, injuring four of the 15 people on board that bus. He only, uh, listen, this is, the, this is the crazy part. He only played four games last year before suffering an injury, and he was a fifth-round draft pick. So I don't know how long this young man, Dylan Donahue, has left to play in the NFL, but he better save up because you can believe that there are some lawsuits coming from these four people who were injured in this bus crash. And, listen, <laughs> yo, all I will say is if this were me or you or the common man, or it pretty much 
If it's somebody with no lawyer money, we would be sitting in jail right now. This dude is about to go to – he might be – I don't know if he's still playing this season. He might be going to spring training. He might be – I I don't know. That's just crazy, though. He's only 25, and he got two DWIs. I have never in my life gotten a DWI. I got a DWAI, but I never got a DWI. And I was lucky because I had, like, two nutcrackers that night, and I was out there going to pick up an ex-girlfriend – I was a dumb little dude at that point, man. <laughs> Thirsty for some cheeks. You know, it was wrong with me, man. But, you know, hey, listen, that men versus women show is definitely coming because it's, it's, it's popping up too much. Um, but, yeah, yo, these athletes got to make smarter choices. That's pretty much the gist of these two stories, man. But I don't know if you guys already heard these stories. If you haven't. Please Google them. The Blake Griffin thing was everywhere. When they should have been covering... Uh, I don't want to keep talking about the weather, man, but but I, I have to, man. Like, it's... There are just so many events happening globally that it is just ridiculous. I'm actually going to fall into a YouTube hole after I record this episode. Like, the weather is just nuts, man. There was a tornado in Queens, New York, Last Thursday, and if you're not familiar with New York weather, especially Queens, Queens is not Kansas, as they would say. This is not um, a normal thing for New York. Granted, I have been by a tornado when it did touch down in upstate New York. Well, not upstate New York, but Westchester County, New York. I was close to the vicinity where it did touch down, but it's just crazy. Because is this, is this weather the new norm? Because this is nuts. The tornado touched down on Thursday, and it was it weaved a path of destruction about three-quarters of a mile long and 100 yards wide. Now, this is in Queens, New York. If you know Queens, uh, it just sounds surreal just even reading this story, man. The National Weather, weather Service confirmed that a weak EFO twister Touchdown near St. Fidelis Church in the College Point section. There were at least 50 trees that were taken down. Here's the crazy part. It's like I say, you know, tornadoes ain't common and all this other stuff. But this is the seventh tornado to hit the city since 2010. And then there were also storms in New Jersey that that forced a stampede. If you had that uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z show... Last week, I feel sorry for you, man. The storm interrupted the concert. Uh, yeah. The weather, yo. And then go from the East Coast to the West or the West Coast. Arizona had a dust storm in the Casa Grande Valley. And it was just, this was last Thursday as well. So last Thursday was a crazy day weather-wise, but you don't see that in the news because they're covering Blake Griffin's child support. But yeah, it brought visibility in Arizona to near zero as the dust storm blanketed the area. It rolled across pretty much parts of the Phoenix area. And then after the dust storm, heavy thunderstorms occurred that damaged homes and downed power lines. So it's... (laughs) 
Yeah, and Arizona is about a hundred and some change degree wise every day in the summer. And I got family out there, but I'm not going out there unless. Here's the thing: I'll have to go out there like during the holiday months, and I really don't want to travel during the holiday months. Granted, if everything goes right, I might be forced to be on the road during the holiday months, but I'm not trying to be. Like, there's too many people. It's just, I don't know. I ain't trying to do all that, man. And we go from the West Coast over to Europe. I sound crazy right now. I just be interjecting craziness. But I stay on topic, though. Listen, don't just, just keep up, man. Then the European heat wave is going nuts right now. The forecasters expected temperatures to reach 100 between 115 and 117 degrees in parts of Spain. There were three deaths by heat stroke. They got reported. And you know they stay underreporting the death numbers. Like, with every tragedy that happens, they underreport the death numbers. Because, as a matter of fact, they underreported the um, Puerto Rico numbers by way more. Because there was another report that updated the numbers, and the toll is still rising because there's still people without electricity and medicine and hospitals and without power. I don't know what's going on, man. But Europe, Europe in general, if you don't know, Europe is a continent. Like, just understand this. Like, Europe had a heat wave that has caused drought and wildfires across the whole continent, which is pretty much, it's very similar. I'm not going to get a conspiracy with it, but um, wildfires broke out in Portugal on Friday in Monchique that consume a thousand hectares of forest. I don't know, I don't know what that is acreage wise, but it seems like a lot, man. A thousand hectares, I should have the equation and then four nuclear reactors in France were forced to close because of this heat yeah well, we are all gonna die I hate to say it like that man but this shit can't go on much longer where what is the future man that's all this makes me wonder just all these things I watch and see especially with the weather it's just nuts, man. And then in the Netherlands, they had to close sections of road after asphalt just melted. It's that hot that the asphalt is melting. And here's the other. You know, it's just, just, there's just so many stories. I'm just gonna ramble them all off to you so you can understand, like. Uh, Think globally, not locally, but understand like everything is happening. All this stuff is happening. And this happened over the weekend in Boston, I believe. Multiple buildings were had to be demolished after a tornado packing 110 mile per hour winds hit Boston on Saturday, August 4th, with no warning at all. And this happened in Webster, Massachusetts. It swept into town as a line of powerful storms rolled through Massachusetts, leaving flash flooding, 
broke and broken tree limbs in its wake. About 25 people were displaced from their homes. One woman was slightly injured after materials flying off a building hit her car. And it peeped this. One of the people actually on the street where it happened said it was just weird because the wind was blowing in one direction one second and the next it reversed direction completely and started blowing in the complete opposite direction. If you think all of this stuff that is happening globally, weather-wise, and locally, if you think that this is normal, it's not, man. <laughs> like, I'm trying to rock with you and let you think that it's normal, but it's not. I don't listen. I don't know your age. If you're listening to this, I don't know how long you've been alive. But if you can think back to your childhood and think about the weather, it wasn't like this. I don't believe. My memory is shot. I, I will give you that much, but this is not. It's 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 crazy. And as I said, you know, we in New York, in the Upper East Coast, now get Florida weather. And meanwhile, in Florida, they have this thing called the uh, red tide, which is a toxic, a toxic algae bloom. I said, I'm practicing my diction as the show goes along. You got to rock with me. But this story is not funny, man. This toxic algae is killing turtles and manatees. It killed... You probably already seen the images out there, but just the amounts of dead fish that just wash up, the dead seahorses, just the dead oceanic wildlife that is dying off because of this. Fish, eels, turtles. And it, the pictures are just all these animals just floating on top of the water, dead because the algae basically chokes off the oxygen. It's just, you know, it's crazy. You gotta, you gotta understand. This algae bloom, this thing that's choking off the ocean wildlife, there's reports saying basically it's stretching about a hundred or 150 miles and it's killing pretty much all sea life in that expanse so I'm not getting off topic but if you think eating fish is healthy it's not it's very risky Right now, I would say it's very, very risky. But it's it's just, it's crazy. Especially if you see the photos. It's just fish. You see seahorses on beaches. But if you're like me, you have seen these pictures before, and it's happening globally on a, I would say, I want to say every month at least there's one somewhere across the globe with just like a mass die-off of wildlife, 
There's birds just falling out of the sky. It's happened so many different places that you can't even keep up with it, or I can't even keep up with it. But this is just in Florida. And they say, like, the red tide, like, it comes every year. But it usually goes away in the spring. But this time, it's stuck around for nine months. So... There's something going on. It has already killed. It's already killed four hundred sea turtles. Not this is not fish. So my, never mind all the fish pictures that you see. It's killing everything in its path. This is just they're just pointing out specific animals, and I'm just giving you the specific animals that were in the articles that I researched and read. And as I said, it's basically causing all these animals to pretty much suffocate as it spreads out. And as I think of this and I reiterate these points to you, it's it's crazy because there's so much being done to the water in general. You got oil spills. You got nuclear reactors leaking, still leaking from Japan. And if you don't think that it has spread or caused massive harm to the sea life, you're you're bugging. I'm I'm sorry, but you're crazy. So you could think you're safe, like eating fish, but with events happening that cause all this damage to the sea life, you're not really safe either i remember i saw i've seen videos on youtubes on youtube that have the fish with the tumors in it and all these animals just wrapped in plastic they can't even breathe they have plastic inside them so when you're eating this fish you're most likely eating what they ingested it we're not safe anywhere if I'm going to keep it a buck. And I'm not bugging out, man. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I promise you, even the most conspiracies have been proven to be true. I just do my research, man. But this is not normal. And it all ties in with the weather as well. Because the water is not supposed to be as warm as it is. And that's probably contributing to this thing stretching 150 miles. And if you think about 150 miles of water, and if water flows and it just keeps flowing, it's probably way more than that, but they're probably just not going to tell tell you. But the algae that they're talking about, it's created by a film of cyanobacteria. And it's not only stretching this 150 miles. It's made its way into the rivers and canals. So I don't know what the water treatment plants are doing to stop this from getting into people's homes. But it's not safe, man. It is the part that I think probably everybody has seen pictures of is you've probably seen the pictures of the people walking around with the shirts on their face and they're covering up their noses because they don't want to have to smell 
the toxic algae and the water smell. It's probably putting a dent in tourism. It definitely is because I know people, I've read an article, I don't know them personally, but in the article, it said people who operate like boat tourism, their business is down due to the toxic algae bloom. There's a lot of things moving in regards to all of this. Like I'm one I might make one show particularly about just conspiracies that have been proven to be true. Just because that's where my mind goes when I'm just reading all this stuff. But this is the fact that it's so blatant at times. Is it's it's baffling to me. I don't know how we still go to work every day and how we're not up in arms over just regular everyday things that happen and all the other just the the blatant disregard for I don't want to say human life because I'm not going to go that deep, but the blatant disregard just for the basic human consideration that the people in power have. It's utterly ridiculous, man. But this algae bloom, is, it's not going to stop until 2019. And that's the other part. So imagine stuff choking off sea life for at least another, at least another year. Pretty much for the most part. It might diminish a little bit and it might, Stop, but it's already spread out into the water. So whatever this cyanobacteria is, is already out there in the water. I don't know. I need to, I wish I was smarter so I could research, like, if this has something to do with the ice melt in Antarctica and all these new diseases popping up and everything else. I'm not going to get into that because I don't know enough about that, but it's a thought. You can Google it, and there is probably some research on it that will pop up. But definitely just take the time and Google that as well. If you're into that sort of thing, I don't know if you are. But anyway, lastly on this Florida thing, it's the algae bloom has gotten so bad that more than a dozen people have been to local emergency rooms just from coming in contact with the water. Imagine, though, people have to drink particles of this stuff and shower in it. It just all clicks back to that, to the fracking and the contaminated water where people can't even take a shower. It might be at that point in a couple years, man, but I can't. I'm not going to get too trippy on y'all, man. I'm going to save that for the tripping show, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I'm crazy. I'm at Mellow tonight, man. I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay, listen, I'm Aggie, but I'm Mellow. And all I can say is, you know, the weather's crazy. It is what it is. But there's one thing that I do need to update y'all on. And, you know, I think I'm going to close the show out with this topic if I'm going to keep it a buck with you because I haven't updated y'all in about maybe a week or two just on these stats. But as one of my homies said on social media, 
I really do think the purge is happening in Chicago right now, a.k.a. AKA Chirac, a.k.a. the war zone right here in our country. Pretty much that everybody just seems to forget about. I need Black Lives Matter and the KKK to do a rally in Chicago on the same day. But you got to be like a Saturday night, a Saturday night while it's dark. I need all that. Listen, I'm not wishing anything bad on anybody, but if they really wanted the race war agenda to start, that would be probably the best thing they could do. I don't even know if I should have just said that on the air. I wish I had a way to edit that out. But if they really did, that would probably be the best way because Chirac gets it popping, man. I don't know. I, I need to Google how many bodies in total they've had in the past three or four years, but it's it's crazy, man. The last reports I read said over the weekend at least 66 people were shot. But I'm just going to give y'all the reports and the numbers that I wrote down that popped out to me when I first read them. Like, these are not in order, and they might be repeats, but it's like it's... Just listen to this, and you would not feel safe living there. I don't know if this is media manipulation where they just don't want people to go to Chicago or they trying to gentrify it or something, but the police department of Chicago confirmed 34 people were shot. No, 34 people, including an 11-year-old, were shot in overnight shooting Saturday. At least five of the victims have died. That's just a Saturday night in Chicago. Especially in the summer. In the summertime, black people typically go outside. In the wintertime, it's not really their thing. But in the summertime, they do go outside. So that's why they say in the summertime, it gets hot. And that's when all the guns come out. Because yeah, everybody comes from cooped up in the house pretty much. But it's, yo, this is crazy. 34 people. And this is just Saturday night. So that's 29 gunshot victims and five people going to the morgue. And all these people have families. It's just sad, man. And according to authorities, there were four or five mass shootings in Gresham, Lawndale, and West Humboldt, West Humboldt Park neighborhoods. A teenage girl was killed and five others were wounded in Lawndale. Yo, what kind of PTSD are these kids gonna have when you were 11 years old and you got shot, or you, or you like 13 and you go to school and your friend got shot and killed and your friend is no longer there anymore? think that's what I need to whoever is busting these guns in Chirac that's what they need to think about I need somebody to make that a mantra a motto of Chirac please because it's just crazy but as I said before where do all the guns come from there's no black gun manufacturing company in this so-called this land of the free called America always remember that 
there are no black manu- gun manufacturing companies. And here's the, the it's more trippy in Chicago. This is more news. At least 25 people were shot within two and a half hours on Sunday. Two fatally and five and five multiple injury shootings. So that's two and a half hours. 25 people were shot. Where are the police and what are they doing? Are they just in a patrol cars trying not to get shot too? Because that's what it sounds like. Like, what they don't say what kind of guns were used. Did they have no clue who's doing the shooting? I don't understand it, man. Like, I'm trying to wrap my head around Chirac. That's why I always try to give y'all the updates on Chirac. But two and a half hours. Like, is there nothing else to do? Like, is this, is Chicago just a gun range? <laughs> yo, I'm not laughing. I, yo, I'm not laughing. I, I am laughing, but I'm not laughing at anybody who's perished or been who's been shot and all these horrible shooting numbers that I'm giving you. But, yo, 25 people in two and a half hours? Yo, I wouldn't even leave my crib if I lived in these areas. And leaving your crib, staying in your crib does not even make you safe in these areas. I can only say that from the articles I've read and the stories out of Chirac and the documentaries I've watched on Chirac. But if you live in Lawndale or Gresham or West Humboldt Park, West Humboldt Park is G'd up. From the documentaries I've seen. I don't know that for sure. I can't verify it. I've never been there. But I'm willing to trust it just from the people I've seen on the documentaries. But if you live in these neighborhoods on Saturday nights, just stay in your bathtub or or go out of town for the weekends. I don't know what it's like during the week. Like They don't report these numbers during the week, so I don't know what the numbers are in Chirac on bodies during the week. But I don't understand it. Where are all these guns coming from? And if people don't have jobs, who's buying the bullets? And I'm, as I stated before, there is a certain organization that low-key runs Chirac. And I will never mention them because I don't need no visits. Um, at least 36 people. 16 of them, teens, were shot on Sunday. Between, no, between Saturday and Sunday. Let me correct that. And at least three of them killed. So that's three class, three, three classes, potentially, or three schools in Chirac with three less students because all of these people were teenagers or college students, potential college students, whatever. Whatever it is, man, they were teenagers. You do a lot of stupid shit in your teens, granted, but getting shot for it and and 16 of y'all, like 16 teenagers now have bullet wounds or 
could be potentially deceased over something that's not even worth the bullets that they got shot with. Because it's probably, like, let me get it. Let me say that. I'm going to say that rant for the closing of the show. But the police are speculating that the killings may be gang-related. There was uh, one witness who said, no, matter of fact, hold on. I'm, uh, let me backtrack on that statement. So, uh, yeah, at least 41 people were shot from 11 a.m. Saturday through Sunday morning, four of them fatally. As I said, these are all part of the same story. So these numbers, uh, you can't add up all the fatalities, I said, but there were definitely some bodies and a lot of people got shot. That is the point of what I'm trying to tell you is that, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's not safe and that's not cool. And I'm trying to wrap my head around it because I just can't, I don't seem to understand like how or why. And then in the hospitals, there was a Stroger Hospital, which had to like ramp up security and stuff because more than 200 people converged on the hospital looking for their relatives or siblings after all these shootings. So, I I can't, I, I, I can't even get into it, man. And then Mount Sinai Hospital had to go on bypass and accepted no new emergencies for a couple of hours Saturday. So that's one hospital on bypass because they can't take any more victims and another hospital that had to have like crazy police presence while people were out there getting shot because so many people converged on the hospital. And the statement from a witness said, if they shoot you, they don't even run. They just walk away. They ain't even trying to run. And reading that statement, I'm like, yo, damn. That's that's cold. But then the dumb side of me is like, yeah, they don't run because they're not trying to get caught. If you run, you make yourself hot, man. <laughs> I, listen, I'm not condoning any of the things that go on in, um, in Chirac. I'm not condoning them at all. But yeah, not running will not running will save your life, pretty much. Like I was gonna close out this story another way, but I'm I'm gonna close it out completely different direction because I'm gonna save that story for another time. But not running will save your life. Just remember I said that. But here's what I will say about pretty much the shooting, the beefs. The shooting, the beefs, the fights, the scuffles, the niggas getting kicked in the head, and all the other violence that goes on, especially when reading these numbers, and young black males, or young men in general. I ain't talking about the white shooters, though, because them, them niggas kill everybody, as I said. But young black men, or young men, young men in general. There's no race to this. This goes across the spectrum. Young men, white, black, Asian, Indian, whatever you are. Don't let your emotions 
get you in some shit that you can't get out of for 10 years or 18 years for that fact. You know, those are the two numbers, 10 and 18. I say 10, don't let your emotions put you in a situation where you could get 10 years in the bing. And the 18 side of that is don't let your emotions get you lost and have you paying child support for 18 years. I know, listen, <laughs> I'm trying to go somewhere with this, but just hear me out. Your emotions, in a moment of anger, that's what they call it in court, in a moment of passion or a moment of anger, you lose control, and that, that is your defense on trial. My goal is to try to prevent you from even seeing that trial by trying to just have you understand that you are in control of your emotions and you have to have your emotions in control or in balance somewhat and you have to control your anger and frustration at crucial times because most of these shootings, fights, and scuffles happen over hurt feelings or moments of anger or just temporary lapses of judgment because of emotions. Listen, I'm not perfect. I have I, I have suffered from these momentary lapses and I still do, but I've been smart enough to never wind up in cuffs over emotions. Most niggas, well, I can't say most niggas in the bang, but there are people in jail, sitting in jail right now because they lost control of the emotions, got angry, and did some shit that they probably regretted a day, an hour, or even seconds later. Because it only takes... Eight pounds of pressure and a, 90, a, a blink of an eye to shoot that bullet. But in that blink of an eye, you could wind up doing 30 years and losing everything because you were angry at that time. And I always tell people, I, I, said, I probably said this 20 times already during these little episodes I recorded, but do not die over your block. Do not die over your hood. Do not die over your homies. Because if you don't own multiple properties on that block, it's not your block. If you don't own multiple properties in your hood, it's not your hood. Like Jay-Z said, don't die over a neighborhood that your mama ran. Because it's true. Putting on for your homies and putting on for people trying to get respect and your emotions being involved in drugs and alcohol, which are emotional inhibitors, you, things don't end well. So over the course of life at some point, like my father did it for me somewhat. And I thank him greatly for that. Well, he taught me emotional control. He didn't do it in a good way. Like I'll, st- I'll tell that story probably one day if this podcast ever goes that way. But 
all I'm trying to say is to the young men of Chirac and young men everywhere, like, there's nothing really worth fighting over. That It's funny, the people you might fist fight turn out to be your friends unless you're not mature enough to go that way or have some sort of mutual respect for, especially if it's a one-on-one. So the closing words are, young men control your emotions. It's not that serious. That girl, that thing you thought was disrespect and whatever your emotions are telling you in that moment is not as important as you think it is. So please just learn over the course of time to control your emotions so I don't have to keep reporting these horrendous numbers in Chirac, man. That's PC Podcast, VLG Podcast for the night at DHF818 on Twitter. Derek, Derek H. Flint, D-E-R-E-K-H-F-L-I-N-T on Instagram. And you don't need my Facebook, man. Uh, that's it for tonight, Monday, August the 6th, I believe. And that's all she wrote, man. I appreciate y'all for listening. Please do like and share. And send me your feedback. One.